everybody, and welcome to Elsie's Yoga Class Live and Unplugged Podcast, episode number 73. Happy anniversary to me, happy anniversary to me, happy anniversary. Elsie's Yoga Class Live and Unplugged Podcast, happy anniversary to me. So, yes, three years ago. At the end of July, obviously this is not being <laughs> uh, <laughs> published at the end of July, but um, I think it was July 30th or July 31st, goodness gracious, 2006. That's one of the first times that my podcast came out. So I'm happy to report I'm still I'm still here. I have not pod faded. Um, one baby later. <laughs> and she's here with me right now. We're once again at the park. Um, this uh, week's podcast, this week's yoga class, is a level two class, everybody. Level two. Aren't you excited and thrilled that it's not a beginner class? <laughs> so um, it's really great. It's a little bit more heating. Um, it's also, we do back bends, we do a lot of deeper hip openers. I do a preparation to handstand from standing splits. Uh, so if, for those of you who are practicing, who are practicing that on your own, um, meaning that you are, uh, starting to kick up into handstands in the middle of the room from a standing splits, uh, pose, please feel free to do that. And you guys can play around a little bit more in that vein. We do also some preparations for standing arch back. So if, you guys feel the need to go a little deeper, please feel free to do that. And of course, you know who I'm talking to. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then obviously you will not be attempting these crazy things. All right. So I'm happy to give you this. And this class actually runs, uh, I think, an hour and 15 minutes, possibly a little bit longer. I think I saw that the file was an, an, uh, an hour and 22 minutes, an hour and 22, so almost an hour and a half of practice. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, if you have not had the opportunity to download uh, the episode that I posted right before this, that was Elsie's Yoga Kula episode number two, where I gave you a little bit of update of what's going on with me. And it also has a little bit of a meditation, uh, a financial anxiety stress meditation. <laughs> and uh, I explain all about it in that podcast. Yes, mama. So you guys can um, play around with that. Uh, yeah. So, if you would like to send me some feedback, please email me at eyogaclass at gmail.com. You can call me and leave me a message in my fancy Google number, Google Voice Rocks, 310-651-6238. That is 310-651-6238. Or you can leave me a comment on my blog. Also, you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash yogeek. You can friend me on Facebook. Oh yeah, you know, God, you know what? I have a Facebook group. Elsie's Yoga Kula has a Facebook group. And the really cool thing is that I'm going to be working a little bit more with um, affiliates and um, actually supporting companies that I absolutely adore and believe in. And if they want to be giving me some, you know, little things to give away and things like that, what's the matter, Peachy? Oh, what's the matter, my bubba? Oh, sometimes this little monkey. So if they want to give mm, <laughs> they might be wanting to give away some stuff and I'll be posting all that stuff mm, kisses 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 mm, at Elsie's Yoga Kula Facebook group mm. okay so Hunter do you want to say goodbye to the people 
and and be like and not cry, not cry, not cry, cry. Oh, she she, she hates it when I don't pay attention to her. Okay, bye-bye recording. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. I've said everything that I need to. I'm going to spend some more time with my baby girl. <laughs> okay. I love you all, and I hope you enjoy. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. years ago in Los Angeles, my teacher, uh, John, came to, to do a workshop, and um, when he came in, he taught about something. He, he said, you know, I'm working on something, and I'm working on how to um, align yourself to something. How do you harmonize with something? And he was very, uh, it was very interesting the way he, he started to talk about beginning to attune to the things that you want to align with. And I started to see it more fully via my participation in um, my life in a different way. Because I have, um, I'm a very uh, messy person. And I think I've spoken about this before. But <laughs> I know, you have not heard. I'm kind of very messy. I have a hard time understanding the concept of uh, putting things away and cleaning things up. I just, it doesn't, I just don't do it, you know. And um, <laughs> to put you on the spot, Miss Jill, Jill is incredibly clean and orderly and her home. And <laughs> her home is absolutely... <laughs> I'm very uh, in awe of it. And, it's, and usually when you start to think about cleaning yourself up or finding order, the first place that I want is here. It's like, you know, how do you do it? Okay, you have, you have, there's got to be some sort of way to do it, right? You, you know, you do these things on Monday, you put things away, da 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 you know, this kind of stuff. And truly, what has been, been helping me a lot, and that's why I'm teaching about this today, is vibing you, like going to your home, sitting there, and not thinking about how she does it, but tuning into the whole thing. What does this make me feel? Mm -hmm. And it's not about trying to name it, but really just attuning to the way that I am in um, juxtaposition to the larger picture so that I may then make better choices to attune to that bigger energy. Does that make sense? And so in yoga, that's what you do via your body. There's a lot of different things that I'm going to tell you that are very heady, that are very like uh, angular in fashion. This is the way you set your body up. This is the foundation. And that is incredibly logical and very much about your head. It makes sense. And you're like, okay, I do this. And sometimes your body may not reflect that. <laughs> you're trying, but your body may not do it. But really, when you start to tune in to that bigger energy, it's not, it has nothing to do with verbs or me speaking your wor words to you. It's a little bit more like more of a heart thing. It's a little more like you're allowing yourself to feel, to really tune in to uh, something that I can't really speak. So that when you're in these poses, it becomes about, not about forcing, but softening 
becoming more uh, open and more sensitive. And it's that sensitivity to being open to receive the newer energy that's going to begin to give you that wonderful next step within your practice. So yeah, the, you know, the logical things are awesome. They're great because they're a great stepping point. And it's like reading books. A lot of the time, you know, I've read some decluttering books. I have. I've read all the tips of how to get rid of, you know, the mail and all the, 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 the ways to do the stuff. But truly, that, that's still here. It doesn't, it's not shifting. And it's simply through imbibing that you start to feel like, okay, I understand where I need to be. I know where I am in reflection to that other so that I may then add to that same energy. Take a nice tall seat, please, and close your eyes. And please turn to your breath. So we close the eyes as a way to soften and to feel. We close the eyes as an opportunity to become more sensitive. Every single time, you simply tune in to the embodiment of that bigger energy which is reflected in the form of your breath which is a fantastic powerful way to tune to that nonverbal thing to that feeling heart thing and just allow your inner body to expand the inside of you so you become a little bit more full, a little bit more spacious. Even let your face soften a little bit, your eyes, even smooth the forehead a little bit. And you become more aware how gentle, subtle shifts can really reflect a different sensitivity in your body. Become aware of the space in the room with your eyes closed. Become aware of in front of you, the area in front, the area behind, the areas to your side, and even begin to sense each other so that you see and you, you literally start to sense each one of you has a very unique resonance, a very unique energy that you put out. And all of them together make one beautiful resonance all together to become more harmonious through the breath. From the pelvis, root down into the earth more a little bit and then extend out through the crown of your head so that you find both the steadiness underneath the groins and the space of the heart melting into a wonderful balance action inside of your own asana, inside of your own seat. Please bring your hands together at the center of your heart. And as your hands come together at the heart center, just let your inner body stay nice and full so that there isn't a collapse of the chest or even a bowing in so much of the chest, but it's a very vibrant uh, chest, sort of like the sunshine outside. 
and we will begin by chanting Om together three times. And what I'd like you to do is to become very aware of your individual sound so that you hear each other's voices. And when you add your own voice, you add it as a way to harmonize, a way to um, make the sound more beautiful, yet it's the same sound. That doesn't mean you have to you know, make it really loud. It can be very, very, very soft. Take a deep inhale through your nose. Please bow to the harmony of your heart, to the deep sensitivity to align with something bigger. Release your hands, lift your head fully, please open your eyes, and come into downward facing dog onto your mats, please. And just go ahead and let yourself get really nice and full and big and spacious. Every pose has an area that is called a focal point. It's, um, it's a vantage point in every pose from which when the flows of energy within that point are aligned and are balanced, you are more apt to begin to feel that uh, shift in understanding. You become a little more aware of the vibrations of energy in your body. In downward facing dog, the focal point is the core of your heart. So it's the back bottom tips of your shoulder blades if you want to know exactly the area. And a focal point is where the energy pulls into and extends back out from in that place. And it's all happening at the same time. Step your right foot forward to the top of your mat please for a lunge. Good. Make sure that your knee is directly over your ankle and make sure the top of the left kneecap, everybody, is lifting up towards the sky so that the back leg becomes nice and, and straight and strong. Good. And even walk your fingertips slightly back so they align more with your ankles. And just take a moment to soften. So take a moment to let your skin become a little more permeable. Now when I say soften, that doesn't mean that your energy collapses towards the ground. You actually become more light, more spacious, and more open. Good. With your inhale, stretch your right leg straight or more towards straight. So if especially your hamstrings are a little bit tighter, you can keep it slightly bent. Come higher up onto your tippy toes on your back foot and pause. Good. Beautiful. Draw the right hip back in space just a little bit more. And now with your next inhale, go ahead and stretch your heart forward towards the front of your mat more. Beautiful. 
Keep the height of the back legs. Notice how you're strong and so beautiful with your back leg, how powerful it is. Keep your back leg that steady. Descend heavier into your front thigh. So bend your front thigh 90 degrees now, but keep the back leg just like it was in the last pose. Perfect. Downward facing dog, please. Press back. Left foot forward to the top of your mat. High lunge. Once again, just take a moment to soften. Every inhalation creates a sense of steady in the body, steadiness in the body. So you can even guide that inhale to encourage a deeper participation of your body. So from your feet and from your hands, draw into the focal point of the pelvis. And in every standing poses, the focal point is in the pelvis. So draw it towards the pelvis, pull it in. As you exhale from the pelvis, extend your legs longer and now extend the chest more forward towards the front. So you literally spread yourself longer. Keep that, stretch your left leg straight or more towards straight, please. And when you stretch your left leg, walk your hands back slightly so that you create just a tiny little bit more space. Mm -hmm. Come high up onto your tippy toes on your back heel and now extend your chest forward towards the front. Pin your left hip back in space more and notice how these little adjustments adjust your whole understanding of the pose. Bend the left leg 90 degrees, please. Step back plank position, top of a push-up. Spread the fingers a lot and extend the chest forward. So in every pose, you find a balance of energy, a balance of your ability to pull in and to extend back out from. Why? Because when you do that optimally, you're more able to receive the vibrations of energy that you're choosing to align with. Chaturanga Dindasana. Bend your elbows, come down to your belly. Great job. Cobra pose, please. Point the toes and lift up through your chest. Beautiful. Inner corners of your hands root down to the floor, and then the heart extends more forward towards the front of your mat. Beautiful. Downward facing dog. Press back and stretch. Follow your breath. At the end of your next exhale, playfully please either jump or step forward to the top of your mat. Once you come forward, widen your feet so that they're hip width apart and they're parallel, toes facing forward, fingertips to the ground and bow deep into yourself. The earth underneath your feet, notice how all four corners of your feet root down towards the floor. Spread the toes enthusiastically and with your inhalation, draw energy from your feet all the way up into your hips. So it's as if you're saram wrapping your legs. Imagine that you're wrapping them into with that really nice, wonderful plastic. <laughs> and it's sucking them in towards the midline. You're going to keep that much energy drawing up to your hips and now from the hips, can you press your legs deeper to the floor? So from the pelvis, push your legs longer. Extend into the earth more. Inhale, extend your chest forward. Reach and exhale, bow. Good. Let's do that twice more, following your breath. Inhale and exhale, fold. And one last time, inhale, reach forward and lengthen. 
and exhale, fold. Good. Root down through your feet. Take your arms up and over the head and touch the sky. Big stretch. Bring your hands straight to your heart center. Inner body stays nice and lifted. And even your gaze stays really soft as you face forward and ahead. The inner body stays nice and bright and you stay open to receive. You always stay open to receive. Strong through the legs. Take your arms up. Inhale. Arms up. You're going to keep them up. Take the palms of your hands facing forward towards the front of your mat, towards the front of the room. Spread the toes and now begin to press your groins back behind you a lot so that you're really reaching your bum towards the back wall. It's as if you're trying to reach your butt towards the back wall. You're going to keep that. Now you're going to scoop the tailbone down and start to lift out of the pelvis up towards the sky more and start to lean back, but keep pressing the tops of the thighs back. Now draw the outer tips of your shoulder blades back. Draw the inner armpits back. Draw the sides of the neck back and even lean back even more. Pull out of the pelvis up towards the sky more. Big stretch. Exhale, fold forward. Please bow. Touch the earth. Inhale, extend your chest forward. Exhale, plank position, top of a push-up. Notice your foundation. Slowly come down with your breath. Chaturangarindasana. Bend the elbows. Come to the earth. Beautiful, guys. Point the toes. Lift your chest up and heart up. Cobra, upward-facing dog. Downward-facing dog. Press back and lengthen. Come back to your breath. As you become more sensitive, you are more and more able to direct energy in every pose so that you can become ever more adept at knowing where you are in space to, in respect to the bigger picture. Press the hands down, lift the armpits up in the same way that you did when you were standing. So draw the armpits up away from the ground towards the ceiling more. Keep that. Now let the middle of the back soften right in between the shoulder blades and press from the heart down into the ground more, up your back and back through the backs of your thighs. Right foot forward, crescent pose, please. Take your time as you come into your full pose. So the back leg is lifted, the back knee lifted up away from the ground. Your arms gently come up towards the sky whenever you find your foundation. So first you have to soften. You've got to soften to feel. Use your breath. Good. Everybody, scissor your legs isometrically towards each other and draw the right hip back in space more. Yeah, that's it, Jill. Keep the right hip back. Now scoop the tailbone down and lift your belly up, chest up, and lean back. Uh-huh. Hands down to the floor and pause. Pause here. Become very soft. With your next inhale, you're going to either jump or step switch sides, holding to the midpoint, holding to the midline. So you can either jump or step. Good. Stay steady with the breath. Inhale, come all the way back up into crescent pose. Take your time. First place to find is the ground beneath your feet, your foundation. What do you know? That's what you've got to plug into. Fire up those legs even more into the ground. Scissor in, so draw energy up into the pelvis. And then you can start to find more space. 
So lift the belly up and the chest back and start to lift up and back out of the pelvis towards the back wall. Big breath. Fantastic. Hands down to the floor, please. Plank position, top of a push-up. Gaze forward and move from the heart. Chaturanga Dandasana. Cobra pose or upward facing dog. Melt the heart more forward. Now pause here. Can you bend your arms at the elbows out to the sides, towards the outsides of your mat? Think about it that way. Now let the upper chest get heavier towards the floor. Let that get really soft towards the ground. You're going to keep that. Now you're going to curl the bottom tips of your shoulder blades in more and then begin to stretch your arms a little bit more straight, extending the belly button forward towards the front of your mat more. Downward facing. There you go. Beautiful. Those are nice poses, guys. Breathe and lengthen. Jaw soft. Face soft. Notice where your shoulder blades are in downward facing dog. Do you think that you can lift your outer shoulder blades the wings on the sides of your uh, torso up towards the sky more. You might even bring yourself out of the pose slightly by shifting your whole self forward to do that. You're going to keep that. Now you're going to lift your inner deltoids. That's the area that's the inside uh, of your upper shoulder that's closest to your neck. You're going to lift that part up. You're going to keep that, and now you're going to let the middle of the back soften toward your knees more. The last aspect, from the shoulder blades, push your arms straighter into the floor. Good. Push energy downward. Push energy down. Now up your back and back through the backs of your thighs so you get really long. Beautiful. Keep your arms that strong. Jump forward to the top of your mat. Good. Nice job. Inhale, extend. And exhale, bow. Root down to rise up. Circle the arms up, lift. And bring your hands straight to your heart. Good. Inner body stays lifted, so you keep lifting up. Inhale, lift. Arms up, palms of the hands forward again. Thigh bones move back. Your legs are strong. Thigh bones back, tailbone down. Lift the belly up, chest up, and start to curl up and back. But keep pressing the thigh bones towards the back plane of the body. That's it. Tailbone down even more. Root down through the feet. Lift the belly up, chest up. Exhale, bow forward, please. Uttanasana, forward fold. Extend and lengthen your chest. Exhale, place your hands. Step back, plank position. Move with the breath, chaturanga, exhale. Cobra, upward facing dog. Click your toenails down, melt the heart more forward. Curl, curl the upper back more. Downward facing dog and press back. Pause and breathe. Let yourself move into your exhalations more fully. Exhales give you the opportunity to find more openness, especially through the inhale. Good. Please step your right foot forward and your back heel to the earth. So you're going to come into Parsvakonasana, side angle pose. You can come and bring your right forearm to the top of your right thigh, opposite hand to your right hip, to your left hip, sorry. Turn your belly, your lungs, and heart up, and now take your arm right over your ear towards the front of the room. Perfect. You guys are doing awesome. Good. They'll take a little bit of a wider stance. Nice. And just let yourself breathe. So the first principle every single time that you move into any pose is not necessarily to push through it, but to soften. Let yourself see where you are in space. 
Let yourself become more sensitive. Your inner body stays nice and lifted. Then, once the inner body becomes so bright, now pull energy from your feet into the pelvis more so that your legs become stronger. Keep that now. Scoop the tailbone down. Turn your belly up, chest up. And then you guide the energy from the pelvis down into the ground, up your back and back through the backs of your thighs to make the pose ever more fully. Good. Hands down, please. Chaturanga Dandasana. Or you can step back to downward facing dog. So you just let yourself honor your own breath. Cobra upward facing dog if you're flowing. And downward facing dog. Press back. Keep the strength of those hands. Left foot forward, back heel to the earth. Parsvakonasana, side angle pose. Form to the top of the left thigh. Right arm over your ear towards the front of the room. Good. Beautiful. Jill, take a little bit of a wider stance. Just a tiny little bit. Nice. Fire up those legs, guys. You guys are doing awesome with that front thigh. So stretch your right arm closer towards your ear. Stretch way out from the even the shoulder blade, all the way out. Turn the belly, your lungs, and heart up and use your left arm to press the left knee to the left more. Up through the heart. Good. Downward facing dog, please. Come back to your breath. Enjoy your foundation. Enjoy reaching back through the groins. Great job. Once again, right foot forward, Parsvakanasana. Same pose we were just doing. Keep your left hand to your left hip this time and your right forearm to the top of your right thigh. So the left hand onto your left hip. And I want you to power up those legs really strongly in towards the middle. And keep the opposite hand right to the hip because we're going to work a little bit with energy in that, in that direction here. This time I want you to keep your legs strong and bow forward slightly with your chest. So the chest is going to come more towards me. And I want you to take both of your pelvic bones back a lot so that you feel that they're really pressing towards the back wall. The back leg tends to move less fast than the front leg. So the, right le- the left leg behind you has a harder time doing it. So I want you to work a little bit more on that leg. You're going to keep it back. Now you're going to scoop the tailbone down into the ground. And with your right, left hand, you're going to push the femur bone back all the way towards the back of your mat. So you're going to really embed the left foot down to the floor more. Good. Now turn your belly and your chest up. Reach your right hand to the outside of the ankle and take your arm right over your ear. So you're moving into a full Parsvakanasana. Good. Continue with the back leg as straight back as you can get it. Take a wider stance, Jill. A little bit of a wider stance. Your left leg. Good. Turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up. Following your breath. Fantastic. Hands down, please. Downward facing dog. Soften and feel what's going on in your legs, what's going on with your breath. Left foot forward, left forearm to the top of your left thigh, right hand to your right hip, please. Nice and wide with those stances. Beautiful. Power up your legs first. So scissor your legs in towards each other. You create the back leg being very, very strong. 
Now take your chest more forward towards the wall in front of you and root the thigh bones back a lot. So especially from the top of the hip, there you go. Bill, nice. Keep the top of the right thigh moving backwards so that you start to feel that the inner thigh and the outer leg are moving directly straight back towards the back wall. Good. You're going to keep it moving towards the back wall. Now you're going to scoop the left tailbone down more. Uh-huh. Keep the top of the right thigh moving back. Turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up. Reach your left hand to the outside of your left ankle. Turn up towards the sky even more. Good. Big stretch. So from the pelvis, push your leg down to the floor. Push. Well, my foot over here, Jill. Push. That's it. Big stretch. That's it. Nice. Big breath. Hands down to the floor, please. Downward facing dog. You should feel like you're trying to split yourself in half. <laughs> Breathe and lengthen. Jump or step forward to the top of your mat, please. Widen your stance as wide as your mat, toes facing forward. Interlace the hands behind your back and bow. Soften the edges of your breath. Let your breath become softer, a little sweeter. Release the hands and touch the earth. Walk your feet all the way together. Walk your hands forward, about a foot or so in front of your feet. And do your best to take the palms of your hands flat. If that's not an option for you, bend your knees. Good. Shift the shoulders so that they move more towards your wrists. You might move and float the shoulders more forward towards your wrists. Now start to come up onto your tippy toes. Good. Shift all of your weight onto those wrists. You can even widen your hands a little bit, ladies. All ladies, widen your hands a little wider apart from each other. Good. Press the inner corners of your hands more towards the floor. Now melt the middle of the back into the ground more. Beautiful. Lift your right leg up and away from the ground. Good. So keep really high up onto your tippy toes on your left foot, guys. Left heel up. Left heel up. Shift the weight more onto your hands. Good. Lift the back leg even higher up away from the floor. Perfect. The back leg as straight as you can get it. From the heart now, extend down into the ground. So you're going to push down into the floor with your hands. And now lift the back leg even higher. Big stretch. Beautiful. Exhale. Slowly bring that foot back down to the floor. Take a little rest. You can widen your feet apart a little bit. You don't have to place the hands flat at this moment. Just come back to your breath. One of the hardest things to do once you start to do, get more sensitive to bigger senses of energy or your resonance in the world or the way that you have power over yourself is your ability to actually put it to action. Staying open and spacious without letting yourself put roadblocks in front of your own self. So place your hands down to the floor. Walk your hands farther forward. I would say about a foot and a half or so in front of you. It's a little bit easier to have more space. Walk your feet together. That gives you more power. When you narrow your stance and bring them together, it gives you more power, more steadiness. Less freedom, but more steadiness. Place the palms of the hands as flat as you can get it. 
come way up onto your tippy toes and I want you to shift your entire weight more forward onto those wrists. With your next inhale, float your shoulders, only your shoulders forward towards the front of your mat more. Now let the heart melt down to the floor. Lift your left leg up and away from the ground. The back leg is strong, so spread the back toes. Now here, the pool of energy is at the back of your heart. Draw the shoulder blades into the heart and then extend them down to the floor as best as you can. Push the hands down. Lift the back leg stronger as it lifts up. So from the heart, extend out through the back leg. Big stretch. Beautiful. Exhale. Slowly bring that foot back down to the floor, please. Widen your feet a little wider apart. Turn your toes out, your heels in, and squat. Arms to the insides of your legs. Lift the heart up. Beautiful. Heels towards the floor a little bit more. Lift your toes up. Come back to your breath. Quiet face. Feel your heartbeat. Soften the back of the throat, the root of the tongue, the forehead, the inner ears. Very gently come back to Uttanasana, please. Forward fold. So you can walk your feet slightly closer. Make sure your feet are hip-width apart and parallel again and fold. Please take your left foot towards the back of your mat again. And I want you to bring your back knee to the floor. Then you're going to stretch your right leg straight. Now, instead of lifting or shifting your hips towards the back heel, I want you to keep the pelvis over the knee and maybe help your ankle or your heel come more forward towards the front and bring your hands right alongside the shin. Spread the right toes a lot and pause. Beautiful. So especially here, if you have a harder time with hamstrings, I do want you to possibly even walk your hands slightly farther back so that they come up more towards your um, pelvis, just a little bit more as opposed to your ankle. Good. And spread the right toes. Good. Now press down through the left knee and through the right heel and squeeze your legs towards the middle. Pin your right hip back in space more. And now with your inhalation, extend your chest forward towards the front more. That's it. Beautiful. I want you to bring all of your awareness now to your spine. And can you, with every inhalation, create as much length as you can through especially the right side of your waistline so that the rib cage becomes more spacious? From the hips all the way up to your armpits, your side body is so long. Keep that. And now from your core, from the center of your heart, bow deeper into the front thigh. Great. Very carefully come on out of the pose. Downward facing dog, please. Enjoy the difference in your legs. Notice any kind of new experience, new vibration through your hips. 
through your legs. Please step your left foot forward for that same runner's lunge sort of variation. Bring your back knee to the floor. Good. And then go ahead and stretch your left leg straight. So when you do that, remember, you can scoot the left uh, heel farther forward so that the knee is directly underneath your hip and spread the right toes. Perfect job, guys. Your left toes and the right toes, all toes, spread enthusiastically. <laughs> spread the left toes and the right. Press the left heel to the floor and squeeze your legs in. So draw the left hip back and space more. That's it, Jill. Fantastic. Now, everyone, widen the outer right hip towards the right more. So you're going to even lean more towards the right side of your mat. That's it. There you go, Bill. Awesome job. Keep that. Now extend your chest forward. Uh-huh. And slowly come on out, downward facing dog. Awesome. Great, great job. Inner heels back, inner thighs back. Good. Observe your foundation, especially through your feet and your hands. Press ever more strongly through the inner corners of your feet onto the floor. As you do that, try to even lift the pinky toes away from the ground. So the energy that you start to move in is that your shins become more steady and they hug in towards the midline more. Now as the shins come in, now widen your inner thighs apart from each other without rotating the ankle. So you just press them. Aha! And now tip the pelvis so that you... Ah, there you go. You keep pressing the thigh bones back. Active alignment of your leg bones, active alignment of the whole pelvis. Beautiful. Right foot forward to the top of your mat, please. You're going to walk your right foot over to the right side of your mat. Come to the inside of your leg, and you can come down onto your forearms. You can bring your back knee to the floor if you would like. You don't have to do that. And if both forearms don't come down to the floor, you can use a block underneath your forearms to help yourself a little bit. Good. You can even here turn the right toe slightly to the right, just a little bit. Perfect. Great job. I know that putting yourself this low on your forearms or moving down to the ground creates a little bit more of a binding um, feeling, sensation in that front of the right hip, a little bit more so than in other poses. So we need to create an, uh, an escape or a lengthening, an organic lengthening of your body so that you could get a little bit more relief. So before you do that, you've got to power those legs up. You've got to really scissor them in towards the center so that you create a sense of cohesiveness in your pelvis. And now, actively from the pelvis, push your legs longer. Extend out energetically through the left heel. Even if your knee's down, you just extend out. You don't move the heel, you just extend out. Now press the right knee forward into the right a little bit more. Torso forward. Beautiful. Downward facing dog. Breathe and lengthen. Good. Left foot forward, same pose, deep lunge on the forearms. You can bring your back knee up away from the ground, or you can keep the uh, knee on the floor. 
walking to the inside of your leg to your forearms. A little bit at a time. Good. Fire up those legs, scissor them in towards the center first. And you get ever more adept from the pelvis. Push your legs out. Extend out through the back leg and forward through the left leg towards the front. The torso does not get smaller, it gets longer. So your, the center of your heart extends more forward towards the front of your mat also. Step back to plank position, please. Move from the heart, chaturanga, come down to the floor. Once you're on the floor, lay on your bellies, please. Click your toenails down to the floor, interlace the hands behind your back for me, please. Beautiful. Awesome. Make sure that you're clicking all ten toenails down to the floor. So much so, when you click your toenails down, that the top of your shins comes away from the ground. Good. That's it. Keep the tops of your shins moving away from the floor and your feet nice and strong. Tops of the knees away from the floor. Good. Now scoop the tailbone down, lift your chest up and heart up. Keep your legs strong. So the more you root down to the floor, the more you can rouse up, rise up. But you need to use the breath. So as you press down strongly, you can lift up more. Uh Uh-huh. One more breath as you lift up towards the sky. As you root, you rise. Big stretch. Slowly come all the way back down, please. Downward facing dog. Press back and lengthen. Beauteous. Nice job, guys. Step your right foot forward and your back knee to the floor. Come to the top of your right thigh. Nice. Now I want you to first take a moment to simply settle, soften and feel. So the first principle in every pose is to just let yourself let go a little bit, become a little more permeable, a little bit more rounded as opposed to jagged. Let your breath expand you from the inside out so it becomes less of a head thing and more of a a heart thing. And then power your legs up so that you're already full from the inside. Draw the right hip back in space a little bit. Beautiful. Take your left arm up towards the sky. Left arm way up. Take your right hand to the top of your right thigh, all the way up to the crease of that hip. You're going to root down. So you're going to push the femur down towards the floor and lift your belly up higher. That's it. As you exhale, take your left arm across the body, hook it to the outside of your leg, and pause. Pause. Keep using your right hand. Your right hand is your friend. (laughs) So root the thigh bone down, and I want you to look at your belly button and take your belly button into the spine, away from your right thigh more. Keep that. Bring your hands into a little prayer position in front of you. Pause. With your next inhale, fill the back of your waistline more. And as you exhale, turn from that left kidney up towards the sky a little bit more. Perfect. 
you may either stay exactly where you are or you can start to lift the back knee away from the floor only if you found yourself that you found a balance so from the pelvis push your legs away from each other even more and extend the torso more forward and lean back so it keeps growing it keeps growing it keeps growing nice job with your inhale come back to center downward facing dog (laughs) that's a great pose to digest food quickly (laughs) breathe and lengthen nice left foot forward to the top of your mat back knee to the earth come to the top of your left thigh great just let yourself settle So first you find the center. You find where you are in space. You magnetize yourself to the bigger energy. Where are you? Keeping that. Now start to pull energy from your feet all the way up into the pelvis. So the hub of all things is right at the pelvis right now. That's the focal point. That's where you're pulling all your energy into. With your next inhale, take your right arm up and the left hand right at the top of the left thigh. You're going to press the left thigh bone down as you lift up out of the pelvis and now turn and hook the elbow to the outside of your left knee. Pause. Beautiful. Pause. Now press. Use your hand, the left thigh hand, down into that thigh. Turn your belly up a little bit deeper. Hands to your heart. Perfect. So we've gathered the energy. Now you've got to push it out from the pelvis. Push your legs longer. Extend forward and turn your chest more. If you feel comfortable, start to lift the back knee up. That's it, Bill. And now when you start to feel a little weird when, you're, when you're, your knee is up off the ground and you feel ungrounded, push the back leg stronger up towards the sky. Embed it into the ceiling. And that gives you more and more steadiness. One more breath. Beautiful. With your inhale, come all the way out of the pose. Gently, downward facing dog. Press back and lengthen. Beautiful, guys. Breathe and reach. Find space. Great job. Please step your right foot forward for pigeon prep. Please, for pigeon. The preparation for pigeon Ekapada Raja Kapatasana prep number one. Walk your right foot over towards the left. Come to the outside of your shin and bring your back knee down to the floor. Hands to either side of your front foot. Good. Beautiful. How's your knee there, um, Bill? How you doing? Press the pinky side of the foot down towards the floor more. So that the ankle isn't sickling down towards the ground. You've got to be very, very strong. Turn your belly so it's facing more forward as opposed to towards the side. And especially that back leg. If that leg starts to come up, that's not so good for the um, sacrum or even the SI joint or your lower back. So you lift the back leg up and square those hips. Widen the left hip to the left even more. Realign yourself all the time. You lift up. Widen to the left more. Bring it back down. Squeeze your legs in towards each other. Walk your hands back. Inner body stays lifted. So especially here, we don't get so hard. But you go... Heart soft. Inner body bright. Shoulders back. Heart up. Lift up out of the pelvis. Then with your 
with the energy from your legs, extend your legs longer into the ground, but keep lifting the heart up. Big stretch. And then exhale, slowly come down onto your forearms. Realign yourself. Keep the power of those legs. This is a very, very powerful pose to start to guide energy and to feel especially the vibrations of the pelvis and how it starts to open. There has to be an even dance between the energy that draws it together, that stabilizes it, that gives it its strength, and the opening, more organic, more feminine flow of energy as it extends out. So there's a softening, both at the same time. Go ahead and bring it up. We're almost out of this pose, not quite. <laughs> Come on up. Torso lifted once again. You're going to walk yourself over towards the right so that your hands, I'm sorry, towards the left, towards the left, towards the left is what I meant. I have to speak in, in mirrored language and sometimes I don't mirror. So walk your feet over, to, your hands over towards your left side. And then if your body lets you, see if you can take your right elbow to the sole of your right foot. If that's not a possibility for you, take the right forearm on the ground and come up onto your left fingertips. Good. Now, instead of only leaning towards that right hip, what I want you to do is to widen the left outer hip to the left. Uh-huh. You're going to keep it moving towards the left side. Pin your right hip back in space and now turn from the right kidney up towards the sky more. Uh-huh. But you've got to keep on working through the hips in the opposite direction, which is craziness. That's, there's the twist. One more breath. Beauteous. Inhale, come back to center, please. And come on out of the pose. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Spread your toes and bed them into the ground as best as you can. This is a fantastic opportunity to find that sensitivity, a deep commitment to your midline. To become more attuned and harmonious with the body, notice energetically what's happening all through the right side of your body all through the left. Where do you feel the most heat, the most sensation? Can you even notice the difference between your lungs? Left foot forward, Ekapada Raja Kapatasana prep number one. Pigeon. Left foot walks over to your right, come to the outside of your shin. Mm -hmm. 
Take your time as you bring your back knee down to the floor. And then carefully walk your hands back so they line up more with your hips, a little bit at a time, so the torso is a little bit more lifted. Just take a moment here to breathe. Soften and remain open. The back leg is the key to finding as much space as you can. So press the back knee down and try to drag it forward. And as you do that, now widen the outer right hip to the right more. Keep that. Lift out of the pelvis with the breath. Inner body becomes lifted. The torso becomes more buoyant. Curl your shoulder blades back more. Make the upper body more of a of a back bend. Now from the pelvis, extend your legs longer so the pelvis becomes heavier to the floor, but the belly button rises up at the same time. Big stretch, big breath. Slowly now come down onto your forearms. And when you come down, the energy that you harness, your commitment to attune, to move deeper, to realign, doesn't waver. It stays strong. Good. Nice toe. Very carefully, please, gently start to come on up. And we're going to do our little twist. So keeping the pelvis squared, facing forward. Walk your torso over to the right side. And you can either take your elbow to the crease, uh, to the sole of your foot, or just bring your left forearm on the ground and come up onto your right fingertips. If your elbow does come to your foot, you can do a little bit of a, a prayer position with your hand and your foot if you want um, to start to find the twist. So with every inhale, you've got to make sure the left hip moves back towards the back plane of the body and the outer right hip moves more towards the right. Hello. <laughs> left hip guys moves back and the outer right hip moves more towards the right ah that's it now turn from the left kidney up towards the sky more Whew. inhale come back to center beautiful downward facing dog breathe and lengthen push those legs nice long and stretched breathe back Huh. Please come down to your hands and knees. We're going to do a little modified uh, child's pose. Very modified. So you're going to keep your, you can either tuck or untuck your feet, depending upon whatever you want to do. Bring your forearms down to the floor. Whatever you want to do here. And then I want you to just let the heart melt 
and let the pelvis be nice and open. So let the belly hang a little bit, and especially if you feel any tension at the tops of your thigh bones, tops of your thigh bones, let the muscles start to let go. But I want you to really use, this is very much of an energetic, a very subtle lengthening. I want you to maintain the space between the tops of your hips and your armpits so that you don't get binding. So where I want the most space is especially from the top crest of your pelvis and your belly so that the thigh bones continue to move back and you continue to lengthen forward simply with your breath. Good. So the thighs stay soft and rooted, and the heart stays soft and grounding. Good. Beautiful. Come back and stay soft. Come back to your breath. You maintain the spaciousness. Good. Let's go ahead and take your uh, left foot forward to the top of your mat. If you need to pad your knee, please feel free to either roll your mat up to the side, use a blanket, use a towel underneath your knee. You may or may not need it, but if you do, just try and do it that way. So the left foot is forward and your back knee is down to the floor. Now instead of taking a really nice wide stance, meaning that the back knee goes way back behind you, so the lunge here, we're not going to be moving into a very deep lunge up first. So I want it to be, maybe if you take a really wide lunge, take it in a little bit less. But I don't want the knee directly underneath the hip, so it does have to be a little bit wide. Perfect. Tuck your back toes under for me. Beauteous. Now you're going to scissor your legs isometrically towards each other, so they create sensitivity. Now in this, one of the more challenging parts, we're going to do a thigh stretch here about this pose is the fact that laterally your stance from right to left, the more narrow it is, the more that your knee and your foot are more in alignment with each other, the less stable you are. So I would say walk your left foot more to the left. Give yourself a wider base so that you have less of a possibility of keeling over because it's already challenging enough. So fire up those legs first. Find nice and, and long, long spine. Keep that. Now bend the back leg. <laughs> bend the back leg. Scissor in towards the middle. And even lean your torso or lean your pelvis a little bit farther forward. Good. Now reach with your right hand and hold your foot. Try holding the inside of the foot, especially with the thumb part of your hand facing up towards the sky. Notice when you do that, automatically the torso moves more towards the right. So what we're going to do is you're going to scissor your legs in and then turn your belly button more forward towards the front, keeping the shoulders back. Good. Keep that. Now start to bend the back elbow a little bit and invite the right foot to come closer to your outer right hip. Mm -hmm. Keep lifting up through your chest. You guys are doing great. The last aspect, you need to create space. So now bend deeper into your left leg, and as you bend deeper into your left leg, lift your chest up and lean back. So extend forward through the left knee. Nice pose, guys. Lift up through your chest, shoulders back, heart up. Mm-hmm. And then slowly release. Oh, my God. 
Switch sides. <laughs> oh. As you can see, part of the, obviously, the challenge, your thighs are really tight. Of course, that's one. But the second part is that whenever you start to take action in this pose, you, you, there's one part that's easier to do than the other, so that you get really out of whack. It's like, how do I even do that? So part of it is finding that pulsation that I was talking about. How much do you have to create steadiness? How much do you have to draw into the core of the pelvis to stay steady? But how much do you have to extend out to create the freedom of the thigh? And that wonderful balance is what's going to keep you falling. So, I mean, steady. So if you fall, it's great because then you can go, oh, okay, that was a little too much. Pushing. Oh, that was not, I wasn't holding in that much. So you get a chance to kind of troubleshoot. Come to the top of your right thigh, scissor your legs in. Good. So you fire up that leg first. Lift the heart up and then bend your back leg. Bend your back leg. Just bend it because that way you can just find your balance again. Spread the back toes. Now, shift the pelvis slightly forward. Lift up through your chest and reach back and hold your foot. Beautiful. You can back yourself off a little bit by taking the left thigh bone back a little towards the back wall a little. Good. Now, scoop the tailbone down and push your legs longer. Extend more forward towards the right knee. Lift your belly up, your chest up, and even lean back more. Good. Couple more breaths. Turn the belly more forward, Bill. Belly button more. Yeah, that's it. Nice pose. Jill, great job with your legs. Great job with your legs. <laughs> and slowly release. <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> Downward facing dog. <sighs> Breathe and stretch. Shift forward into your plank. Can you come to the tops of your feet, please? Like you're doing cobra pose, but you're in plank. Yeah, click your toenails down to the floor. So when you're in this position, your whole torso is lifted, really strong. Tops of the feet down towards the floor, strong. Now with your next exhale, let the heart melt down towards the floor. Scoop the tailbone down. Draw your chest right in between your hands. Curl the upper back more and come into your back bench. So your legs become really strong. Soften the elbows out to the sides to curl the bottom tips of your shoulder blades in more. Big breath. And child's pose. Press back. Tailbone down as you shift back. Good job. Now, if at any time when you're moving into child's pose in this way and you're trying to relax and, and you really become conscious of a binding at the tops of your thighs, the tops of your hips, I would suggest coming back to your forearms on the floor and your bum up in the sky so that you keep the thighs open. If that is ever something that arises. The last uh, little modified child's pose that we did before. She's like, what is she talking about? <laughs> Good. Come on up, please lay on your backs with your head towards the back wall and your feet towards me. Enjoy the earth underneath you. 
let yourself go. Relax back. Good. Notice how when you start to relax in this way automatically, notice how much wider your lungs got, how much fuller they got. Also notice how you start, you actually do feel like your skin has become more spacious and it's become so much more full. There's a deeper sensitivity when you let go, when you simply stay open, which is going to help you finish because we're going to be doing backbends now. <laughs> So keeping that nice sense of softness doesn't have to be totally disengaged. It can be a way in which you can build energy to finish the class, to finish your practice, to build it up so that you can really get to where you're going. So go ahead and bend your knees, please, soles of the feet on the floor. And now once again, pause. Let your inner body, the back of your heart, especially here, become so full and wide. Bend your arms at the elbows as if you are a robot so that the palms of your hands are facing each other. Triceps on the ground. Perfect. Now, press the elbows down to the ground and actively curl your shoulder blades back more so that you're lifting the center of your sternum up towards the sky a little bit more. And you're going to press the back of your head, the back of your skull, into the ground. That doesn't mean you're flattening your cervical spine, but you're actually pressing it back so the cervical spine becomes really nice and beautiful and full. Good. Now, press your feet down, lift your hips up. Keep curling the shoulders back more so that the rib cage becomes more perpendicular to the earth. So you're going to lift the heart up even more. That's it. Good. Continuing to breathe, especially here through those shoulders. Oh, good job. You can either stay here. This is Setu Bandha Savrangasana. This is bridge pose. Or you can place your hands right alongside your ears, palms flat, fingertips facing more towards the front part of your mat, inner corners of your hands down. You're going to breathe into that upper body. Now press the hands down, come to the top of the head. Good. Widen your hands for those of you moving into Urdhva Good. Draw from the elbows into your chest. Take your chest towards the back wall more now. Push your arms straight. Good. That's it. Nice. You can widen your legs a little bit wider apart even more. Good. One more breath. Hmm. Widen your feet apart a little bit more. And slowly, guys, start to come down. When you come down, plug into the heart as you come down to the floor. Plug into the heart as you come down to the floor. Nice. Go ahead and release. Great job, guys. Beautiful. Number two, soles of the feet on the ground, please. Go ahead and uh, spread the fan, hands, fingertips facing forward, and feet hip-width apart so you can widen them a little bit wider away from each other. Inner body bright, shoulders back, curl through the heart. Press your feet down, lift your hips up. That's it. 
Keep curling that upper body all the way back. You're doing great. Walk your feet a little bit farther back. Good. Curl just the upper body more. Awesome job. Keep that. Place your hands if you're going a little bit deeper. Claw the finger pads into the ground when you place the hands into the earth. Good. Now from the hands, draw into the elbows and the elbows into the heart. So you clog the shoulders back. Good. Clog them back. That's not good. Press the hands down. Come to the top of the head. From the elbows, draw into your chest. Push. Bill, look at the ground more. Curl the upper back more. Now take your chest towards the back wall. That gets you deeper into your heart. Good, good, good. A couple more breaths. Good. Now scoop the tailbone. Start to come back down. That's it. Keep lifting up through your chest. There you go. That should feel good. And when you come down, yeah, when you come down, soft butt, soft butt, soft, soft butt, soft butt, soft. There you go. It doesn't go soft. I know. <laughs> She's like, it's just, it's, Sorry. it's the strongest butt in the world. Except when it puts a baby into it. I know, exactly. That's a way to scare the butt. Maybe we should do that. Like, look at the, look at the bikini bottom. <laughs> <laughs> good job guys now you have one more to do on your own take your time you get a chance to do your last uh, back bend whichever back bend you want either if you want to just do a bridge pose or if you want to do Urdhva Dhanurasana with your arms straight and legs straight and um, all I ask is that when you come to the top of your pose the top of it Take five full breaths up there. Nice, beautiful inhales and exhales, but no hyper, not quite, you know, <laughs> nice and soft and smooth. So go ahead and come on up into that pose. Nice job, guys. That's it, Jill. So even when you're working there, think about letting your bum get very soft. And I know it's kind of bizarrely awkward. Good. You're doing great. With your next inhale, just lift the outer right pelvis a little higher up. Just that, yeah, that's even. Oh, yeah. Feel even on the Isn't inside. that crazy? Beautiful. That's it. Now curl your chest more towards the back wall. Soft bum. Mm-hmm. And then when you come down, guys, from whatever pose, come with the inner thigh soft more towards the ground. So I'm going to totally, there you go. There you go. Bum soft. And not, you don't have to scoot. There. Nice. Ha. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. You've always been taught with exactly. carry every vertebrae down and then scoot. No. You're more than welcome to question me on that. No, no, but no. I would say... That the first, whenever you question, the first thing is to try and then see what it feels like right. and what works for you in terms of pain and whatnot. Good job. Nice, guys. Go ahead and stretch both of your legs straight. And let yourself relax on your back. And just let your legs be heavy. I'm just going to finish off by doing a couple of little nice, beautiful twists and a little forward bend so that you can open up your back. 
But first, I want you to just let your body process the back bends. They're incredibly powerful poses, those back bends. They do all sorts of wonderful things for you inside, even more than just opening up the heart. So keep your arms out to the sides now. Just widen them out a little bit more laterally. Curl the bottom tips of your shoulder blades in and breathe up into your upper chest. Fantastic. Now go ahead and bend your knees into your chest. Shift your bum over towards the left a little bit and drop your legs over to your right. That just aligns your spine just a tiny little bit more. Become aware of what's going on with the left shoulder and can you draw the bottom tip of the left shoulder blade in and up so that that left side of your uh, shoulder, the left side of your chest rises up and grounds down as you exhale. Perfect. And then you can extend out through the left knee even more to the right. So you become more spacious, but what gives you the space is that the rooting action of the left shoulder. Inhale, please, bring it up. Scoot your bum to your right, drop your legs to your left as you exhale. Inhale, rise up. Bring your hands now to the tops of your knees. Send even more energy into your chest and let that inner body become ever full, open and spacious. And now allow the pelvis to soften to the ground more, to become more, if you will, more open so that it becomes more apt to welcome sensation, to attune to a bigger energy, and your whole body becomes receptive, open, to know that it lines up and it belongs to some bigger energy that is benevolent, auspicious, and supportive. Go ahead and release the feet down to the floor and lay on your backs for Shavasana, please. Widen your feet a little bit apart. Turn the palms of your hands up. Roll your shoulders back. 
and feel with your heart. Allow your head, the thoughts, the rational part of you to take a rest. Not as much engaged. And encourage yourself to move into feeling from the heart. Simply experience your breath. as a reflection of consciousness in you.
Please begin to deepen your breath. And simply enjoy the breath expanding so much more fully inside your heart. As you become more sensitive towards finding this openness, this level of attunement of your own instrument to the bigger instrument, you're then able to align with optimal things better, with the auspiciousness of the people around you, and you will resonate with those that will always add to you, and you will be able to offer that to others. Please very gently bend a knee to your chest and roll over to your right side. Exhale fully on your right. Stay grounded. Use your arms and come up to a nice, comfortable, seated posture, still keeping your eyes closed and let your hands rest right to the tops of your thighs. May we always choose to soften, to remain open, so that we may attune to the bigger energy. In doing so, you'll start to feel and become much more adept at feeling resonance and other people's energy, other situations' energy, so that you can then add to it in goodness. Bring your hands to your heart. We will become more adept at making better and better choices towards finding the best expression of ourselves. Let's go ahead and chant Om together once, please. Take a deep breath in. Thank you so much. Namaste.